Hello, my name is Joe Hogan. Many of you know me as Epic Grays in various video games and social media. Welcome to episode 23 of Geektitude, a geek culture podcast that celebrates the inner geek in all of us. And I cannot tell you how excited I am today because today um, I am recording live with five very, very awesome people. <laughs> we have Kenny from Dumbbells and Dragons, and we also have Katie Kelly. Mandy and Kevin from the WEC podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, guys. How are you guys doing this morning? Doing, doing great. Good. We're so happy to be here. Thanks for having us. Um, if you've listened to Mike podcast, you've heard uh, me mention uh, these wonderful people. And if you've listened to their podcasts, uh, you've heard them mention us. And so we've kind of formed this little group of just the, the mutual appreciation society. <laughs> right now. And so what we're going to do today is we're just going to talk a little bit about our shows, about our experiences, podcasting, um, why we got into it, and and just talk about the experience of being podcasters, because I think sometimes we don't realize that we we have entered a new category. We are podcasters. It's not just, oh, I podcast. We've become, you know, this is a full-on hobby, and uh, and for some of us, trying to make it a full-on, full-time job, which... (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So... Anybody, go ahead and jump in. Um, how did your, your shows get started? Well, my my show hasn't started. Um, it starts March 23rd, 2016, this upcoming Wednesday when this is being recorded. I actually started Dumbbells and Dragons back in April of 2014, wanting to launch a podcast, uh, essentially to break down the barriers between nerd and fitness culture. By the way, this is Kenny from Dumbbells and Dragons. <laughs> <laughs> Um, just in case nobody recognized my voice. No. Continue. And I, I got into podcasting to break down barriers between nerd and fitness culture because it was two things that I was very, very passionate about. And I think everybody has something that they nerd out about. And everybody has some sort of fitness. They have some sort of attitude toward fitness. They have some opinion about it. They have some sort of health and wellness, whether they think it's not good or whether or not they think it's great. And I just wanted to give people a source of inspiration as well as a venue to talk about things that they love. And two years later, we are finally launching. That's very cool. Because you've got like hours and hours of backlogged footage, don't you? I, I have so much. I was recording constantly from June... 2014, probably through November 2015. So I have about 20 to 21 completed, finished episodes ready to publish that just have never seen the light of day, and I'm now finally getting a chance to release those. And I'm super excited about that because I think all the information in them is they're A, very inspiring, and B, useful to people who want to get into certain nerd genres or certain healthy lifestyle ways, living a healthy lifestyle. And so while some of the movie and television references are dated, everything else is... <laughs> <laughs> so are you going to re-record uh, like intros to saying, I, this was recorded on X date or whatever? Yes. Yeah. Um, I have recorded... All those, and I'm recording the intros when they're going to be released, saying, hey, this was recorded in August of 2014. So if you're wondering why we're talking about 
why we haven't seen the Avengers yet, the first one, um, that's why. Yeah. I have a question for Kenny and Joe. Just, I, why podcasting? Like, Kenny, when you decided to do Dumbbells and Dragons, it started as a blog, it started as a website. What was it about podcasting that made you want to get into that? I hate writing. (laughs) Um, Website with blogging wasn't going to kind of. I love talking to people. I love meeting new people. I love having conversations. And that's kind of where it started snowballing from. Like I said, I was never a big writer, but that was just a blog was the fastest, easiest way to start getting content out to the world. And the podcasting, I was like, okay, that'll come second. I didn't know it was going to come two years second. Did you listen to podcasts? Were you? I, I was listening to podcasts. Actually, one of the one of the first things I said to a buddy of mine He's like, well, what do you want to do aside from inspire people to embrace their nerd passions and their their lifestyle habits? I was like, I want to meet Chris Hardwick and Marshawn Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> and Chris Hardwick is the, uh, the voice of Nerdist, the Nerdist podcast. And I was always listening to podcasts because I really enjoyed the on-demand audio. And he was talking about stuff that I enjoyed. He was talking to people I was curious about. And it was conversations that weren't press junkets talking about this new movie. Yeah, they would talk about that a little bit, but they would also talk about the person's life and how they got to where they were. And then from the from listening to Nerdist, I expanded into other podcasts that we can get into a little bit later. Uh, but I just really enjoyed the format. Okay. Yeah, and I'm curious with Joe, too, because before we, this is Mandy, and before we started, I started to ask Joe these questions. I'm like, no, no, save it for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you get into podcasting? Well, it's funny because I um, I have an hour and a half commute one way from Palm Springs to Pomona to, to teach high school. And That's crazy. It is. It is. And it's, it's not smart, but we got a lot more house out there for what we could afford at the time. And, you know, uh, it's no secret I'm gay and I could I could get a place in Pomona or Rancho Cucamonga or, you know, where I could get more house for my money. But I wouldn't feel comfortable walking down the street holding hands with my husband. And so we made um, an agreement very early on that we were not going to ever live somewhere where we would not feel safe to be ourselves. And so uh, when I met him, he had an apartment in West Hollywood and we lived there for a while. But he's always loved Palm Springs. He's always felt like, you know, he came from New Jersey. and So um, he wanted the warmth. Well, he wanted the warmth, <laughs> yes. But he also, like, like, we take for granted out here mountains. Um, right. We really do, because yeah. I think we're, we're all Southern California people. Yeah. yeah. And so we, we don't realize that a lot of places don't have mountains. And so, you know, he just loves the fact that you can look out. And when we bought the house, it was like we told the, the real estate officer, he was like, look, we want a view of the mountains from our pool. We want to be able to sit in the pool and look at the mountains. And the first place we went into was perfect. It was beautiful. We looked at all these different places. My husband walks into the backyard, looks up, nope, walks out because it didn't have a view of the pool, uh, from the pool. And uh, and the guy was like, oh, he was serious about that. I'm like, yeah, he was pretty serious. You have to see the mountains. <laughs> so anyway, so that's why. And I've got an hour and a half drive in and sometimes a two-hour drive back if traffic's bad. And so... 
I'm, I'm a big World of Warcraft player, and the World of Warcraft community has a huge podcast community. And so I just started listening to World of Warcraft podcasts, because if I couldn't play, the time that I was going to be spending <laughs> on the road was not going to be able to be playing. Well, at least I could kind of learn how to play while I was driving and then apply what I found out to when I did have time to play. And then that started evolving into... Um, I would listen to live plays of Dungeons and Dragons games where the people will, um, there's a critical hits has a, a, where they'll just tell these stories and it's them playing and you want to see what their dice roll are going to be, or, you know, they're going to get out of this big moment. And then it again, it evolved and evolved. And, and so eventually I was like, I really want to do this. This is something that is so interesting and I want to be part of these conversations and I want to meet these people and, and tell them what I think about what they're talking about. And so originally I was going to start, before Geektitude was Geektitude, I was going to start a podcast with two of my very good friends. We go to uh, Comic-Con every year together. We, um, we they, they are my go-to geeks when I've got questions about things. And, and the fact of the matter was, is it it's just they're too busy, you know. One has children, one's starting her own company, and and it's hard to find time. And I was like, if I want to do this, I have to do it by myself because then I can set the schedule, I can make sure that I get who I want there, and hopefully they'll come on, come on the episodes and I'll, I'll get them on once in a while, but unless I do it myself, it's not going to happen. And so that's how Geektitude was born. And then you end wow. up, because of doing it yourself, you end up fa- uh, finding people who are also like you, like all of us. You know, <laughs> we, we didn't podcast. We're now doing it for a little over a year. And, uh, and now here we are. Um, we've met two you guys. Uh, that on we would we, we that, that we would not have met had we not taken that leap into podcasting. So it's you know the it's like uh, you know just the doing it puts you in, out into a community and which and, I never realized. Like I did not realize that podcasting was going to make me part of a community, and that's one of the coolest things that I've gotten out of this. I didn't yeah. mean to interrupt you. No, no, no. That's perfect because. Uh, that's exactly what's happened, and and uh, and so uh, you, Joe. It's like even though your friends didn't want to do it with you or couldn't do it with you because you know schedules and everything, you know you go ahead and do it, and then you find the people who have the time, have the interest, have the the wherewithal to put, make time for you. So. It, it's all good, so that's great. And remind me to, to come back to that when we talk about um, about being podcasters and, and going after guests and stuff, because uh, there's some interesting stuff that has come out of going out and finding people. But I, before we do that, I want to talk about how the WEC podcast got started, so that because we kind of worked from the the newest one <laughs> back to the one that's been around for the longest. You, you're just you we just recorded your episode fifty. Yeah, I know, very exciting. Hey, Kathy. <laughs> yeah, we're all looking at Katie. Uh, no, what happened was I'm a huge podcast listener, and I travel for a living. That's what I do for work, and I'm always on planes. I'm always in hotels. I'm always in rental cars, and just to survive, I download podcast after podcast after podcast. So for years, and so I was an early listener of Nerdist just because I loved Chris Hardwick on G4, and then when he graduated and started doing other things, I was like, yes, I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> uh, but so regardless, it's like podcasts were something that I really, really enjoyed. And one day I was driving and I was listening to a podcast. This woman was talking about X-Men. 
And she said, uh, you know, there's a website out there that will actually go back to the beginning of X-Men and kind of give you historically all these kind of origins of how X-Men... And and as she was talking, I was like, okay, A, I'm not necessarily an X-Men fan, but that is interesting. And hearing about that is something that I will possibly click on when I get home. So I thought it would be neat to have a recommendation type podcast of things that I wasn't even aware existed from somebody kind of in my generation, as opposed to a lot of the podcasts, you know, were either gender specific or there are a lot of young kids on there talking about things they like and not necessarily stuff I would enjoy. But for me, I was like, well, that would be interesting. Well, then Kevin uh, got an opportunity to do a podcast. Um, and do you want to talk about that? Because sure. that was kind of the beginning of this. So the my introduction to podcasting actually started a long, long time ago. I, I know I uh, talked about it when Kelly and I were on your show, Joe, uh, but I didn't mention this one part. Um, a long time ago, back in the 80s, there was a community in San Fernando Valley that did this thing called phone freaking. Now, there's a version of phone freaking, which is hacking, which I'm not talking about. Phone freaks in this community were essentially people who set up a an answering machine for people to call in and talk about politics, their day, whatever. And then the person who owned the line that... Uh, and would take that tape and and it's usually people who are like wannabe DJs or actual DJs and they would put music to it, uh, funny bits to it, and they would be actually a DJ. And then they would take that final tape and put it on an output line that people could call in and listen to like a 45 minute show. Okay, so I did this for like three years and there was a, it, it was like this underground community that I just fell into. And so what I was known as on these lines, and you could actually hear some of these if you if you look on the internet, I was Kevin Reseda. That was my name on these shows. And Which is and, a great name. <laughs> it was just my first name and where I lived because that was kind of the convention of how you uh, called into these lines. So what I would do is I would listen to a show and I would write down exactly what I wanted to say at like a script. And so what I would do, this is really funny because I was scared to death of recording myself. I'm like 19 at this time. And so I would dial the, the number for the answering machine and I'd hear the beep and I would start to read the script. But what I would do is I would put ums and uhs and pauses to make it sound like I was making it up off the top of my head, and nobody caught it. Uh, later, uh, the, every year they had like this um, award show where they sent out ballots to everybody who listened to the show, and one of them was like best female caller, best male caller, and for one year I won best male caller. And I think it's because of the amount of input I put into... I thought you were going to say, I think it's from the amount of ums I put in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It might be, but making, actually taking it seriously and not doing a call off the top of my head, which there's no way I could have done. So I did this for a certain amount of time, and then it, it, it waned, and I went off to do other things. And so a few years ago, 
I was just like Katie. I was listening to, and also Kenny, I was listening to The Nerdist. But I have to say that the first podcast I listened to was Lost Podcasts. Podcasts about the TV show Lost, because I was really into that. And then I got into Walking Dead podcasts, like, and, and then I found Nerdist and all these other ones, and I'm like, you know, I used to do this thing, like, I used to write copy and talk on the phone, and I've always been into audio and talking into tape recorders and stuff I like that. I think a lot of people tell you that you have a, a great audio voice, too. I, I think I, you could have done voice I, acting. I have had that, but quite honestly, I think Kenny has a better voice than me. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and I think Joe has a better voice than me, but that's my own opinion. Anyway, so I thought, you know, I'm going to try podcasting. So I bought some equipment, and and I ended up hooking up with this uh, woman uh, in Florida who had a uh, an account to and her own podcast. And she said, why don't you come on as a guest? Because I, I said to her, you know, I'd be in, I'm interested in doing my own podcast. And she said, well, come on as a guest and see how you like it. And so we Skyped a couple times and did live stuff. And she never published it or anything. And then she said, you know what? You're interested in doing podcasts. I'm going to give you the account. And I'm going to let you do whatever you want to do. And you could use... The, the name of my podcast, or you can call it anything else. It's going to last for like six months and whatever. So I started doing my solo podcast for uh, a number of, I don't know how many episodes I put out, maybe four episodes. And when you say account, maybe for any listener who might be interested in doing their own podcast, what do you mean? I mean, how do you do it? How do you so ba- So basically for, for anyone... I mean, you don't have to have these things, but you have two basic things when you have to be a podcaster, a hosting site for your audio and a website that people can go to, like it, to, to, like to either host the audio on your own site and to also post the blog, which is what we do on WEC, on the WEC podcast. We have our own po- uh, website, but... Um, Fortunately, that website, we also upload audio on in the same thing. So when I say she gave me her account, it was her hosting uh, account and her website. So I could upload stuff uh, in the same way that we do our own uh, podcast. So that account expired, and then I just didn't do anything. And yeah, so, what, so what happened was when Kevin was like, hey, I'm doing this podcast, I got really excited, and I was listening to it, and... As I'm on my walk or run, whatever it was at the time, I was probably running. I was thinking to myself, "Wait a minute, you can just do that, right? Yeah, you I, can just do you a podcast. Just, you can just do." And it was like it, it was like clicks that went off in my head, going, "Okay, you can just do that." It's kind of like how I approached writing. You can just do that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I started thinking about what I was interested in and if I was going to do this, if I was going to do what Kevin did or what all these people that I admire do, what would I do it on? And I thought, well, I'm a writer. And so I started downloading a whole bunch of writing podcasts, trying to think, you know, could I do a podcast on writing, you know, 10, 15 minutes on different things. But I just, I would just lock up. It's like the thought of me talking for that length of time without anybody to talk with wasn't in my head. I couldn't make that work. So Kelly and I, you know, we had kind of our normal date and we're, we're, we're hanging out, having breakfast. And I was like, so Kelly, 
if we were going to do a podcast and it was on, you know, things that we enjoyed and wanted to recommend, she's like, yes. <laughs> 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 well, what did you think? Gordon? Well, you got to know me. You have to know that I am Ethel to anyone's Lucy. So if you have an idea, I'm going to say yes. I don't care what it is. And I'm going to go along with it. Uh, so I have been listening to podcasts forever. Early on, I listened to, I think I started listening to Smodcast, uh, so Kevin Smith, when it very first started. Um, <laughs> I tend to get emotional. But the reason I said yes, um, Kathy and I reconnected after my sister died. And one of the things when my sister died was there was no recordings of her anywhere. And I wanted my voice out there so badly because we didn't have her voice. So that's why I said yes. Oh, oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I'm crying now too. <laughs> so that's why I said yes. And then if we're gonna, if I'm gonna do anything, it's gonna have to be geeky because <laughs> I am a huge, and I've always been a huge nerd. I used to hide it a lot more than I do now, but you know, it's always been Star Trek and and superheroes, and Stephen King, and all these things that actually stereotypically were ma- considered male. Or I always said deep down inside, I'm a 12-year-old boy. <laughs> well, that's kind of what was interesting to me, because I said, okay, let's do this. And then I called my sister, because I... <laughs> sister is my everything and I was like okay well what do we you know like we're gonna do this and um it's funny because I assumed Kevin would say yes <laughs> I didn't it was like he was the last person I asked and by that time we had already tasked cause Kelly comes up with all of our names we had already tasked <laughs> Kelly with coming with a name and she called me when I'm standing in an aisle at CVS it's gonna be whack and I went what <laughs> <laughs> Okay, and I think when I told Kevin, because we were at a family gathering, I said, Kevin, we're doing a podcast, I want you to do it with us, and it's called WEC, and Kevin goes, that sounds great! I was like, okay, done! (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Katie was a little unsure of the name at first. (laughs) Well, and this is a good time to explain what it is, because I know we've talked about it, but, you know, if somebody's just tuning in for the first time, what does WEC mean? So, WEC is, if you look it up at Urban Dictionary, which this one's safe to look up at work on Urban Dictionary, (laughs) it means, it says Native Canadian for cool. And the letters are are just my initials and Katie's initials mixed up. Because I didn't know about anyone else being in it when I was <laughs> <Okay. laughs> right, and, so and so when we were added, she tried to actually tell her, tell okay. her that. I'm like, okay, we can add that, but there's... Add all of our initials into some name, and it didn't like, work. There's, um, yeah, well, there's so many Ks. <laughs> so many Ks and no vowels. So I just couldn't do it. <laughs> Well, and the, like, I think the first time, I think when I tweeted, what does WEC mean? You actually answered the question on the, um, on the podcast, but you, you used the term really neato. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and that's what I always tell people that's it stands for is really neato. I like that better, but in that's an urban Canadian. dictionary too. Well, it means cool, but it also means really neato. <laughs> What's really funny too is until you ask, uh, Kevin and, and Mandy didn't know that the spelling of it came from our initials. Yeah, it was really funny because that was the or- origin. But I, like, it was like six months later when you asked that question that I find out about it. So. 
I just thought it was very. I I love Weck. I think it's a great name. Well, it's, it's a great idea. It's definitely once we it, it so morphed, and I know you guys probably have a similar experience. When we started it, it was one thing, and then it morphed into something else, and then it morphed into something else, and we're just kind of along. We're figuring with, it out as we yeah. go. Yeah, I mean. Definitely, our podcast has changed considerably from the beginning, and and part of it is is we get some listener feedback finally. When Joe, you said that you liked the listens episode, we're like, somebody likes the listens. <laughs> so so that kind of became a thing. Whereas we get no feedback on our on our like reads episodes, and we're thinking, you know what, that's just not really working, um, because people have to read a certain book in order to appreciate it, and if they don't want to read the book, then they're not going to listen to that episode. And our reading tastes are very different. really different. Well, and since this is kind of our, our origin stories, uh, if we want to go back to geeky comic terms, um, <laughs> I, I guess we should kind of talk about how we all connected, because um, I had mentioned on the Dragon uh, episode for WEC that I met Kenny and we actually did like we're we're kind of claiming this is the first time we've met in person but I did actually meet you yeah. at Comic Con <laughs> and it was like you were interviewing somebody and I was just like I just wanted to get the name of your your site so I could go down and that was it like but that was it but um it was Comic Con twenty fifteen and uh, we had just watched the um, Nerd Strong panel. And and Kenny stood up to ask a question and said that he was um, with dumbbellsanddragons.com. And I just instantly went, that is the best name for a blog ever. <laughs> and I was like, like I, and I wasn't trying to do anything fitness related at all at that time. But I'm like, that makes me kind of want to know what he's doing. <laughs> if he can make this geeky for me, I am in. So around uh, the first of this year, I'm like, okay, I need to get guests. And I know a lot of people tend to, around the holidays, they do their New New Year's resolution. And one of the most common New Year's resolutions is getting back into shape. New Year, New Year. Every year. New Year, New Year. And so I, I, I mentioned to Kenny, I was like, hey... I don't know if you remember us meeting, but I, I would be interested in, you know, talking to you on my podcast about geek fitness because, you know, this this is the reason. And he said yes. And after we'd finished recording, I was like, all right, dude, I've got to ask, when is your podcast coming? <laughs> because I love podcasts, and it said coming soon for a really long time. <laughs> it, it, it has said coming soon for... Since April 2014. <laughs> Which makes this week all the more exciting because it's, it's coming out. It's finally happening. And since we were talking about origin stories, it's it, the reason it's coming out on March 23rd, the reason it's coming out at all is mostly due to Joe. Um, and thank goodness he brought a box of tissues because now I might get a box <laughs> <laughs> So last June, June 2015, I moved to Los Angeles um, because my wife lived here. I quit my job. I was having trouble finding work. I was having trouble finding friends. Like, I, I didn't meet anybody um, just because where we were and how it takes an hour to get anywhere in Los Angeles. <laughs> um, and my two partners for the website decided they want it wasn't going anywhere and they wanted to do other things, which is awesome. We're all still friends. And you know what? Trying to get three minds to agree on one direction is next to impossible. Yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So, and, you know, one of the guys has uh, a growing family, and so he needed to focus on that. Another one of my buddies uh, has a photo business and needed to focus on that. He's, he's an entrepreneur doing that. And so I was more than happy to support them by not getting mad at them, by leaving me with this idea alone. And so after talking to Joe and being on his podcast, it was was after the holidays, I was super depressed, still hadn't made any friends, (laughs) still didn't have a job, and it was just, you know, it gets really cold and dark in the winter, and I was just super sad, super depressed, and then Joe emails me, and I'm like, this is going to happen. I'm going to do this. But the cartoonist in me is imagining this guy sitting in this dark room, and then this phone rings, and the little eyes pop up. Bing! <laughs> and and you, you know that's that's kind of what happened is seeing what he had done with Geektitude and how much fun a listening to all the back episodes of Geektitude were, and how much fun I had on his podcast. Uh, that was on two weeks in a row, and I was super excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll tell that story in a second. <laughs> um, and so I just... St- things started snowballing, and an object in motion will stay in motion. And so then I... Before we launched on Wednesday, I went back and I edited the 20-some-odd episodes, which was close to... 40 hours of content and editing was the thing I hated Mm -hmm. it's the reason why I nothing had gotten done for two years is I just hated editing I think uh, Katie and I will (laughs) be right there with you I actually don't mind editing because as I've said too is that I can edit out all the stupid things I say (laughs) fantastic ability to be like oh Katie that's dumb I'm gonna take that out (laughs) and that's the book behind the scenes Katie edits all the WEC episodes, and Wakuvi and Kevin edits. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I do nothing. I, I show up. Uh, I'm actually me. the outliers. I don't even listen to podcasts, so I was just like, do you want to do this? I'm like, sure. <laughs> Why not? This but is something to do. You do most of the social media stuff, though, don't yeah. you? I do, and this is all new to me. I mean, I never, I mean, I've always done Facebook, but I never did Twitter before before WEC, but and that was meeting Joe and Kenny on Twitter was just the coolest thing for me. It was like you can meet people <laughs> on social media. Well, and that's and that's a little bit about how how we bring WEC into the equation is that we finished recording the podcast with Kenny and I, and and then you know we kind of made this pact that our he's going to help me get back into shape as far as just just being the accountability, and we do that because now I I have an article on his website. And then um, I was going to kind of say, all right, let's get the podcast out. And he sends me a message maybe a day or two later. And he's like, would you be interested in doing a podcast this weekend about um, about podcasts? Because I have a friend who just asked me, you know, what are some good podcasts to listen to? I want to get into podcasts. And, and so we could just do this and put that out. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. I'm thinking that he's inviting me to be on his podcast. <laughs> so Friday night before we we um, record, I send him a message and I'm like, "Hey, uh, do are there any show notes? Is there anything I need to prepare for tomorrow?" And he's like, "Oh man, I'm so sorry. I went back and read my email, and yeah, no, I was asking if I could be on your show <laughs> so that you can edit." Exactly. And I and I will apologize right now to anybody who listens to my show. I I have cut down my editing time to like 
basically re-listening to the episode while I play video games, and if anything pulls my ear to the side, I edit that down. So if you're like, his sound quality is terrible, I apologize, but if I had to edit as meticulously as some podcasters, you would never hear an episode. Um, Yeah, so that was my problem when I was first starting, is because I would be like, oh, there's there's a second and a half space here, and there should only be half a second. And so I'm, like, editing everything. And then afterwards, I was just like, you know what? The big chunks of silence or the really awkward moments, that's what I'm going to edit out. And what's great is now that I'm editing immediately after I record things, I remember where they are. Mm -hmm. And so it's cut my editing from, like, a one-hour episode in two weeks to an hour for a one-hour episode. Oh, that's good. My, I do, for every hour, it takes me an hour and a half, just a standard. But, but I can't edit right afterwards. I have to fit that in with everything else I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So I'm either editing on a plane or editing in a hotel or just, you know, it's just, and that's why I can't spend a lot of time on it. Right. And I'm also, I also have trained my ear. I'm listening to them while I edit at uh, speed and a half. Oh, so I'm listening. Smart. So I'm getting through an hour in 40 minutes. And I don't because that's how you listen to podcasts in general. And I don't know how you do that. I do that too, actually. Mm-hmm. I I use Overcast, which lets you because I used to my podcaster used to be just iTunes, but I I found out about Overcast. You use Overcast? Uh, uh Podkicker. Pod- Podkicker. Okay, so there's a ton of these different ones, but Overcast I use, and and you can listen to it a little faster, and it just. I don't, sometimes it just helps time-wise well, to be able to get through podcasts. And and I was I was studying for the California bar exam last February, and to, to get through three hours of a lecture, I was I was watching them online. I was just like, I don't have three hours. Like I'm working forty hours a week. I don't have time to to do this. So I would start watching those at speed and a quarter, speed and a half, speed and three quarters. And then I finally got up where I could actually understand what they were saying in double time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then since I've been able to listen to almost every podcast in double time, which oh. is great because I'm getting through <laughs> twice as many podcasts. <laughs> which I'm envious because there's those weeks where I either don't make the full commute out to Palm Springs every day or like anytime we're on break and I don't have to make that commute, I get so far behind and I'm like oh no oh no I'm gonna have to start cutting things are gonna be so much more far behind (laughs) I may have to start trying to do that and honestly it's approach it the same way you're approaching game plan and fitness is okay start at 1.1 speed Mm -hmm. and then after a week of that go to 1.2 speed Mm -hmm. and it's to the point where it doesn't even they don't even sound like chipmunks to me (laughs) it sounds like they're regular voices so when I then listen to something at regular speed since I'm used to hearing their voices in a higher tone, <laughs> they sound, they all sound like Darth Vader. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so the, the going back to the, the origin story, um, we list all of our favorite podcasts, and I can honestly not tell you how I, how I ran across WEC. Like, I don't know how, I don't I'm know how it made it. We, we became, like, followers of each other on Twitter, like, early on, and well, I'm trying to remember how... Well, I know how, how we got connected as far as that, but as far as how your podcast ended up on my phone, like, I don't remember <laughs> I don't remember what I searched for, what I was <laughs> looking for. Blame your husband. <laughs> I, I blame him for everything else, so why not? Weck is Skynet. Yeah. <laughs> 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 anyway, <laughs> soon. Yes. 
<laughs> but I, I enjoyed it so much that you were on my list when I did that episode with Kenny about favorite podcasts. And then, you know, being the, the Twitter whore that I am, <laughs> went and said, just finished just finished listing all of these uh, podcasts that we absolutely love and tagged all of their accounts in my tweet. So that way, you know, hopefully that their followers would go, oh, well, they like the podcast I listen to. Maybe I'll listen to it as well. It's funny because you did that. There was like a firestorm. Oh, my God. God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and we were all looking for your podcast. And then finally, Mandy goes, it's not up yet. <laughs> <laughs> this was an advanced tweet. Well, and it was so funny. And, I, and I'm, I'm not sure if, you know, if this was part of it or not, but I, I'm hopefully having we have on the book somewhere i don't have my schedule open but i'm going to be um interviewing the guys from the average geek show and they were somebody that i i sent out with the same tweet and when i said hey i contacted them like hey i'm really big fan of your show you know, would you be interested in coming on mine? And they were like, we're a big fan of your show. <laughs> How does this happen? Yeah. I, I think you could, like you might, maybe you guys get this. And if you're not a podcaster, I don't think you do. I think we record in this vacuum. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah, we, we assume we have no listeners. Yeah. Really, and yeah. we probably don't have that many. But, but it's, it's like you don't realize that, yes, you're sending things out and maybe a friend of yours who you know listens will say, hey, I like the episode. But then when people you don't know start saying, hey, I like the episode, you're just like, you listen? <laughs> like, th- like, this is insane. It is. It is. And, yeah, it's kind of crazy, really. And and I don't think we'll ever take it for granted, any one of our listeners. And that's why we, we wish we had more listener feedback. We wish we would know more people who listen and... Uh, we do kind of record in a vacuum. We really don't know. We maybe know like I don't know six people personally who listen. Why, well, Ray? Like my our mom, Katie's a yeah. mom. We know she for listens. a fact she listens, <laughs> and she's all over the social media. She's Always amazing. Sharing. She's like our biggest promoter. <laughs> yeah. If you want a podcast to listen to, listen to Wex. But no, I was listening to a bunch of podcasting shows about how to be a podcaster, and they were saying that. Um, a lot of podcasters jump into this thinking that they're going to get an audience after two, three months, but it takes about a year and a half, they were saying, for any new podcaster to get listens. And if you get lucky enough and you get on new and noteworthy, you get on one of those, you know, promotions, it only lasts for a certain amount of time. It only lasts for like eight weeks. And then you have to somehow try to keep that going and people get discouraged and they quit right before they would have had success. So this growth, this pain, this, you know, this is not working, I have to try something else, is all part of what's going to happen next. So I've found that in recording these and meeting like people like you guys and uh, getting to know these, you know, my WEC teammates much better, it's been such a rewarding thing. It's given me so much more than I've given it, I feel like. Um, and And for me, it's like if this morphs into yet something else. And I feel like that's kind of what's happening. Like when, when Kelly and Kevin decided to do Wekuvian, Manny and I were all over it. We're like, yes, do it. Because again, it's like the next step. It's like, let's, you know, go do it. If it works and if you guys enjoy it, keep it up and let's go on. And, and like I was teasing them because I was ready to download Wednesdays and I'm like, Kevin, where is it? I'm like an addict now. I must have it. Kevin uh, missed his download. Yeah, I missed my deadline. Knowing that we can continue going and we can continue to like grow as 
entertainment professionals in a sense, because what you're putting out there is for someone else's enjoyment. And we're still kind of perfecting what that is, but at the same time trying to do something that we enjoy. Mm-hmm. So. Right. And that's kind of what I said on your show, Joe, was there, there is a definite transition between being a podcast listener and being a content provider, yeah. you know, being the podcaster because you have to think in a different way about how your voice comes across, maybe, or, you know, I mean, for those of us who edit, we're thinking about sound, we're thinking about, you know, it, should I really keep this in the conversation? Does it does it add to the conversation? Does it, uh, you know, detract from the conversation and things like that? And, and so it's, it's definitely a, a different mindset being a, a podcaster than just a listener. And so, in a way, the the fact that I'm doing this, both, both you know, at least, well, two podcasts and now this, uh, another one, and hopefully Kenny's soon. Um, the it, it when I listen to other podcasts, I'm listening as a podcaster. Mm-hmm. So at least as a listener and a podcaster, and, and I admit uh, there's a lot of people who don't have great sound. And a lot of times that will make me turn off immediately. Mm-hmm. But I, so a lot of, if you don't have great sound but you have great content, I'll I'll stick with it. That's like know? the history chicks. I think on one of the WEC listens, I brought history chicks up because I was like, oh, this is a great podcast. And I think I said, and I regret it now. Again, it's like one of those things you say thinking that people are not listening to you. Mm-hmm. But I said, you know, their sound isn't the best, and that made me think that they were older, but in fact they're current. They just don't have great sound quality like us. You know, we were, you know, we were, de- you know, we were, you know, kind of talking about it as if we were like them as well. Well, then I realized that History Chicks is a big deal, and and these two women they I've become friends with. Deal. Well, I've become friends with them too, and well, they were a big deal before too. They were on a whole bunch of lists, but I didn't realize that because in my little microcosm world, I'm like, oh, History, History Chicks, oh, they're really cool, and I'm just thinking they're like us, you know. But no, they're a big deal. And and um, and so now it's like I don't like I was at first thinking sound had something to do with the how people listen to them. But sometimes they don't. People are actually sometimes seeking out these podcasts based on content alone. Yeah. And quality of the entertainers, because these two women do a fabulous job with their topics. So it wouldn't matter if the sound was terrible. Well, And I also I think it depends on how you listen to it. I listen to, uh, to podcasts with my little earbuds that came with my phone. They're not that great a quality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, I listen to, uh, I love K-Rock, so I listen to the Kevin and Bean podcast, mm-hmm. and everyone's always complaining about, you could hear Bean typing and you hear Bean breathing. I have never heard it. So, and I, I don't think my hearing's bad. <laughs> I just think that, you know, it's just not something I catch on to. So I think that has a lot to do yeah. with that too, with sound quality. Well, I discovered too, because like we sit at a table and record. I don't know how you record. You record, do you guys mostly do Skype interviews? Type mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, we sit at a table and record. And I know the history chicks sit at a table and record. But I also know that Astonishing Legends sits at a table and record. And when we first became friends with them as well, we, I was looking at pictures of their recording studio. And basically, they've, in this, you know, in his house, uh, he kind of has all these, these sound, like, you know, these foam dampeners. I mean, it's like they're in a cave. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he said it gets really, really hot in the summer. And I'm thinking, your sound is incredible. But to be honest, the content that they put out is so amazing, it wouldn't matter. No. 
So, so to me, it's like whether you're history chicks and they're two women drinking wine, sitting across the table from each other with mounds of books, or if they're sitting in a cave, it's really the content that drives what I'm going to listen to or not. Yeah. Yeah. Wex Studios is going to get really hot in the summer because the air conditioning vents—it's <laughs> my dining room. And the air conditioning vents right by that. So if we have that on, I'll just bring my personal fan. <laughs> <laughs> You'll hear a thud. Katie collapsed. I record in my living room, and I will turn off the AC and it just gets, it starts getting so hot in there. <laughs> when I first podcasted on uh, the, the first one that I did, I did the same thing. I would just swelter and <laughs> as I'm talking into the microphone and it's like, oh, yeah. You and then the, as soon as I stop, I'm like AC way up. <laughs> well, you get to that point where it's kind of like if you, you keep, you make the changes that are going to keep you doing it. You either start to edit less or you, you know, I don't care if there's a hum of the air conditioning, you do things that are going to make you more comfortable. My situation right now is with the, um, all the construction at our house. I always record on the weekend. So the, the workers aren't a problem, but, um, my in-laws are staying with us for the next two or three weeks and they're up really early. So even if I have like an eight o'clock recording time, they're up and moving around and there's three rooms. There's our, our bedroom, their bedroom and the office. And I'm in the office and they're like tiptoeing or like literally <laughs> tiptoeing around my desk, trying not to make noise. And I'm just kind of like, you know what guys, if you drop something, if you cough, it, People are having lives, and that is okay. <laughs> we tried to record at my house originally. My husband and two children and two beagles. It was like every so often we just have to stop. My son would come out and whip open the refrigerator. What? What's the problem? <laughs> Very often you'll hear my husband in the background, and, he's, and I'll just like give him a look, and then instead of going, oh, sorry, you know, silently, he'll go, what? You could hear that? Yeah. <laughs> yes, and now I have to edit that out, too. And on the Whovians one, I'm in Kelly's... Uh, Kelly's abode and she has two cats and so they'll often jump onto the table and <laughs> sometimes bump into things. And, oh, and you can hear that I have a boy cat and a girl cat and the boy cat is the one that cries. And he, he does, he'll, he'll come by my legs and you hear him go meow. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's ambient sound. That's right, right, exactly. Um, so I guess the, the next thing is, is there anything that you've learned from podcasting and being involved in kind of this community? Is there anything that kind of took you by surprise or or lessons that you're starting to learn? Well, I, I learned that no matter how I ask questions, there can always be a better way. <laughs> uh, I'm slowly learning that not every question works for everybody, uh, which I'm, I, I enjoy being that adaptable and being able to change those things, which is why... Uh, proper planning prevents poor performance. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think what you guys do is very, very difficult. The yeah. the interviewing and having conversations like that, I am a fan of. I, I listen to a lot of those different kinds of things, you know, and I totally respect that. That's a skill. Not everybody can do that. And it's, it's, it's interesting that you say that because when I first started with all the with all the back episodes, a lot of them are just like this, sitting down people talking and upon editing and review and having a few other people listening to those, they're like, this wasn't very entertaining. It didn't really have a format. There was no flow. So that's kind of what led into actually coming up with a format, a set amount of questions. And now what I'm getting, I'm getting a lot of feedback from some other guests that are like, we love the questions. We love that you have these questions, but your listener may get bored having the same questions for the for 
everybody day in and day out. And so I'm I'm learning to, like I said, adapt those questions, which is why at least having the show notes gives me a a springboard point, a point to start off from. So that's one of my big lessons. Well, a lot of big, a lot of podcasters have questions. Like I'm looking at Kelly. Doesn't Mark Marin? Doesn't he have like a set number of questions? I mean, it's kind of like the James Lipton uh, actor studio number of questions that he asks at the end of every show. I think Mark questionnaire. Yeah, I think I think exactly. I think Mark Marin does questions at the end, and it's like they're like rapid fire. And I know Kenny, you your questions are a little bit more involved. I think, and you couldn't really do rapid fire at the end. But, uh, you know, it's it, it's a common thing I hear in, in podcasters. It's just, it, it'll, you know, I guess, I guess, are you saying that the people listening uh, are are informing you about how to morph y- your show into a, a, a more listenable way? Uh, I think that the guests are just thinking about it if they were the listener and they heard the same questions in the same order every week, every podcast. At some point, the answers may start getting, I don't know, predictable or less interesting. Uh, So a good lesson I learned after recording with uh, Kelly from Mating Habits is I'm, I'm learning to be more present in the answer. And so if I ask a question and they've answered the next question in their answer for the previous question... I'll skip that question. Right. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, I don't need you to clear, like, you've already clarified this, I don't need to ask you again. Yeah, as an interview, you need some journalism skills. So I'm, in, I'm in sales. Well, it's also a sales skill because, you know, you teach your salespeople, yeah, I want you to go out and here's, the, here's some great questions to get the conversation started. And so you get some new salespeople who are like, and, and, and this, and they'll ask the question, and the customer will answer and go on, and then they'll ask the same, and this, and the customer's just looking at you going, what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> You're asking and not listening. Yeah, and it's it's, that's been... I've for the past couple of years I've being present has really been a huge thing in my life because I've I've definitely started to realize that our time on this planet is finite and I don't want to miss anything. I don't want to not be a part of something. Are we gonna need the tissues again? <laughs> <laughs> no, all you have to think about is Rocket and Guardians of the Galaxy when he's talking to Drax and he's like, Oh boo hoo somebody. No, I like that. That's that's really But it's also it's like, okay, you might experience a traffic jam every single day. But the traffic jam you experience on March 20th, 2016 is going to be completely different than the traffic jam you experience on March 21st, 2016. And so learn to appreciate that uniqueness and that beauty. And I guarantee you, even though you're making fun of me because I am rocking out (laughs) and singing, going two miles an hour... I'm enjoying my commute much more than the person next to me. Yeah. Oh, I, you know, I, as somebody who has an hour and a half, two hour commute every day, as long as I've got a podcast to listen to, you know, I'm fine. And you know what? If energy is low, I immediately go to meatloafs. I would do anything for love. <laughs> <laughs> and just volume that. all the way up, and I will still drown it out oh. because I will just belt it. 
Bad Out of Hell, the first the first one? Yeah. That is an excellent CD. Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Love that thing. <laughs> Sing that out loud. Joe, you asked, like, what we learned from this. The format of WEC was to bring to the table things that we wanted to share with each other, kind of originally. And each one of us has varied backgrounds. And so, for me, those first few weeks of taping were, like, expanding my just knowledge base. Like, I'm a Marvel fan, but Kelly and Kevin are DC, and they bring so much knowledge with regards to that that I was like, oh, okay, there's all these things that I'm understanding and, and can enjoy now. And um, and it's like between... It's just been fun. And, and it's exposing me personally to things that I would never expose myself to. Like, the perfect example is what happened last week with uh, the WEC Listens that Kevin brought, um, because he brought a podcast that, A, I would have never listened to had he not said, hey, this is a podcast, but B, had somebody that I'm a super huge fan of, and then I geeked out completely so and utterly so bad and so embarrassingly on our podcast that then, and, and I left it in thinking no one's going to hear it, and I don't even know why, because I'm the dang editor, and I could have edited it out. Um, and then the one person that I just am petrified, I'm such a fan of, she listens to it, and she, I was like, oh my gosh. So for me, it's Amy been... Amy Ratcliffe, by the way, yeah. and the podcast is full of Sith. Uh, Star Wars. Star but Wars podcast, and hi, Amy, because I know you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's been so rewarding in terms of my just general, like, for podcasting in general, just knowing that, hey, I could launch into this and learn something and learn a new skill that I can take and do whatever I will with it, but also just expanding my knowledge. Like, just today when you guys told us about the dang dragon with the man arm. (laughs) 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 That's fabulous, and I had no idea. So for me, that's kind of been the joy of it. And for me, it's it's given me so much confidence, which sounds odd, but I personally have always thought that my voice is so annoying, and I didn't want to listen to myself, but uh, after I've been encouraged by them to listen, I guess my voice isn't that bad. <laughs> and I occasionally, I occasionally say witty things, and and it made me think, hey, maybe I do have things that people want to hear. Because I am, I work in IT. I don't talk to people. I uh, that's why I listen to podcasts all the time. I'm working on a computer, and I have, and now I work from home, so I have real limited human contact. So this has really helped me. <laughs> well, and that's funny because I've had so many people say. Um, oh, you have such a great radio voice. And I would have, I have always, always thought that I have the most nasal, annoying voice. <laughs> and it just, like, I have so many sinus problems that it's like, <laughs> I just figured, and then, and then Kevin earlier was saying, oh yeah, I think Kenny and Joe have great radio voices. And I'm like, I think Kevin has a great radio voice. So I got Somebody the... Somebody needs to do a cartoon about that. I think your voice is better. <laughs> Pro tip, if you can't listen to your voice on, when you're, when you're editing, because I know for some people they've said that that's their thing they can't go back and edit because they can't listen to their own voice in audacity there is a um you can go to equalization and you can change the way the highs and lows kind of interact with one another. you can be more bass more treble and i always switch it to am radio there's an am radio <laughs> setting right, so right. you sound like you're from npr <laughs> and, um, <laughs> And it's just different enough than what I hear from um, in my head that it, it actually sounds a little bit like my younger brother. 
and it's nice, so I can kind of listen to that, and I, I think I disassociate a little bit oh, from that right. voice. Well, that's how I can finally listen to Weck, is I had to, listening to him, I'm like, okay, that doesn't sound like me. That Kelly chick's funny. That's <laughs> <laughs> a different person, and I just have to go with that. Yeah, one of my one of my closest friends, when she started listening to our podcast, was like, oh, I love Kelly. I love Kelly. I was like, what about me? No. <laughs> <laughs> but that's an interesting thing about the the commonality of people who don't like listening to their own voices, because the voice that we're hearing in our head is not the voice that it, mm-hmm. that is being recorded right now. And so we're, we don't know until we listen to the playback. I mean, that's why when I was like 19 or whatever and I heard my voice, I, I did it so many times that I got used to it, which is why I fell into podcasting and went, I don't mind the sound of my voice because I know what I sound like. But somebody like Kelly, who may not know as much how her voice sounds, thinks it sounds horrible, whereas, you know, we're like, no. Because we, we all hear her voice, and we all know that it sounds good. And and so for Kelly, it's like, you know, the confidence of, you know, our feeling that her voice is good and also her own uh, listening to the podcast and listening to uh, the fact that... And getting used to the voice mm-hmm. is a, a good thing. So I think there that is kind of a hurdle for some people because you were saying uh, that some people don't like to hear their own voices. I get that, uh, but that is a hurdle that you have to get over to be, be a podcaster on any level, really. The other thing that I find interesting is how many here consider themselves introverts? Hello. <laughs> I think Kenny's the Kenny's only extrovert. <laughs> I like to say I've been tested. <laughs> I took my break. I'm I am. Yeah. yeah, and it's it's so funny how I would like my background is theater, and so when I graduated, I was going to be a starving actor. I told people that I was going to be a starving <laughs> actor because I never expected I would be a big actor. I just figured I would make find a way to make enough to to live, and that would be. And fine. you wanted rice and beans as a graduation present, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And and I had to network. You have to network, and it's horrible. It's awful. It's the most awful thing that I have ever had to do in my life. And um, and that doesn't happen with podcasting. It's weird. It's like I have no problem contacting people through email, through Twitter, um, even just walking up to people at conventions now. I'm like, I have this podcast. It's not huge, but it's fun. And would you be interested in speaking? And one of my earlier guests, um, Ryan Allgood from the I Remembered It Better podcast, um, before we started recording, he was like, if you need guests... Just talk to podcasters because podcasters will always podcast. They will always be excited to talk because I think for a lot of us, this is how we feel comfortable socializing is finding something that we love and we're excited about and sharing it with other people in as controlled an environment (laughs) as possible. That's that's interesting you say that because that's when you talk about what I got out of this experience. That's very much it, embracing my my geekier side. I, I worked for 10 years. This is Mandy. I worked for 10 years at Barnes and & Noble, and, and there are a bunch of geeks there. I mean, seriously, if any of you are listening, I love and miss you all. <laughs> and and then I decided to go back to school to get into nutrition, and I felt so like fish out of water in that world. I mean, I decided I want to become a registered dietitian. I'm going to do this, and I'm very close to getting there. But that world, I always felt like I was hiding a part of myself in the nutrition world. 
I since then made some really great friends whom I love, but I still feel a little different from most of the women in nutrition, and it's mostly women, sorry, but um, that I met. So, so when Katie said, let's, you know, do you want to do this podcast with us? I'm like, sure. I don't know anything about podcasting. I also don't like the sound of my own voice, but hey, why not? This sounds fun. <laughs> and in the past year, I, this has become so important to me, so important to me to be able to come and do all this research and embrace my geeky side and bring it to the table and bring it to the table with these three people whom I adore and and it's just been this really cool thing. And then to come across people like you guys, Kenny and Joe, and I don't want to embarrass you, Joe, I know this is your podcast, but you are the most magnanimous podcaster <laughs> and social media mm-hmm. personality awesome. out there. And I felt embraced by you from the very beginning. And I'm so this is the first day that we actually got to meet Joe. And this is like this is like a huge highlight for this whole experience for me is meeting you. So it's amazing because like I will just tweet something for the website and Geekitude retweets, retweets it. it. Ge- Geekitude likes it, thing. and I'm just like. I've never been routine. <laughs> <laughs> where that's where you guys have done that for me is when um, I started writing game plan for uh, Dumbbells and Dragons. Um, Mandy sent me a message on Twitter that honestly made me tear up, and Aww. it was just so much about I'm so like so proud of you. I you can do that. It was so encouraging, and fitness is a hard thing, and especially when. Especially when you've been fit and you're not fit anymore and you look in the mirror and you're like, wow, you know, this is not the person that I used to be. You know, it's it's a very down place to be. And anytime somebody comes in and encourages or boosts, it's it's so important that that um, support is so important. And so, you know, I, I think that's why we've we've come together on this is because. We all just really like encouraging each other, and yeah. and I think I think you guys are so positive. And in this world where there's so much negative right now, you can't turn on the. I, mean, I don't watch the news anymore because it's just not. It's not. It's a bummer. It is. <laughs> and so to be able to find a bunch of people that are positive and and looking out to encourage other people, I think is such an important thing. There's a life change that I had many many years ago, and that was only to keep the friends in my life that are uh, more positive and take the people who are always negative, always pessimistic, always kind of bringing me down in a, in a day uh, and, and politely just kind of pushing them out of my life and keeping the people that uplift me and, and are kind to me and are, are generous and are, uh, you know, comforting to me in my life because that is, it's, it's very rare. And, um, that's why, that's why doing this felt so comfortable coming here with you guys. It felt so comfortable to me because I felt a similar vibe. You know, there, there are other podcasters who don't have that vibe and I hear that occasionally, but, uh, but I, I, I will encourage anyone who has that positivity in them uh, if they're having a little down moment. And, uh, and so that's great. It's great that you, it's great that Mandy gave you that note. Uh, <laughs> Mandy is very much a positive person. And, 
social media queen. I was very impressed. I do have to say it's fun because I I um I uh, default when I get messages from Weck now that I assume it is Mandy, but all of you are really good at introducing. <laughs> so this is Kelly, and this is what I have to say. Or hey, this is Katie. <laughs> and I'll <have> Kevin here. <laughs> yeah, I pretty much stopped saying that it's me and just figure y'all soon. Yeah, we're still learning. I don't know how you guys are, but um, we're still learning social media with this journey. I mean, it, Mandy's done, she's taken huge strides uh, way past us, but I still feel like there's more that we can do with this that we just haven't figured out yet. Yeah, and I don't have time to do it all the time. Like this whole past week, I don't think I tweeted, I mean, maybe once when our episode came out. So I've been like lax on the job. Well, and like for me, and I've said this on the podcast, the idea of writing makes my stomach hurt. I mean, it makes me (laughs) physically, and I, if I do a tweet, I'll write it six times, erase it, rewrite it, erase. And so it, for me, it's just, it's painful to do. And I'm goofy. (laughs) (laughs) Goofy is good. (laughs) <laughs> and it's a social media is incredibly hard to keep up with. Mm-hmm. It's you've got Facebook, which people have been saying it's dying. It you've got you have Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, and then every once in a while, a new option will show up on my Instagram to share it via this new thing, and I'm like. Is that? <laughs> and why would I want to go there? And it was it, it was like some really weird name, and I was like, I don't even know what this is. Now I've got to Google it, and I've got to learn something new. And just, and, yeah, social and media and is just, stressful. It's very stressful. And Instagram, what the hell am I going to take a picture of? I tried. I tried to do one every day for under the WEC one, and I'm taking pictures of. I mean. My cat, um, <laughs> a tree in the front of the building when I used to actually go to a job. And like, and I'm like, finally, I'm like, this is just ridiculous. Well, yeah. So for, for Evan Katie, for the books, I got on Twitter in, in 2010, specifically because of the books. And I wanted to, that was, Twitter was brand new to me. I didn't know anything about it. Plus, I was like, why in the world would you go on Twitter? And then Twitter became the one I was most comfortable with. Uh, uh, I love Twitter. That's where I get my dang news, which is probably why I know very little. <laughs> uh, but what I had to learn how to do with that one is that when I felt like tweeting and I was in a good headspace, perfect time to tweet. If I'm feeling like I have to tweet and I'm trying to come up with something witty to say, worst ever time to tweet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I stopped doing any of that. So now it's, it's when I feel like it, and it's something that pertains to me personally, and it makes sense to me, I'll tweet it. And sometimes I delete it. After a couple of hours, I'm like, boy, I shouldn't have said that. Delete. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever hear Adele talk about it? She's not allowed to do her own tweeting anymore because she used to like, have like, a glass of wine and be drinking and tweeting. <laughs> and people finally went, oh, no, you're cut off no more. But I find, like, especially through this podcasting thing, I find that people that I have followed, like Astonishing Legends and History Chicks and, and you guys, when you guys tweet something, I pay attention to it. I want to know what it is. And I'll often link on, you know, I'll click on that link. I'll go to that place. And that's the, you know, I, I get a lot from that. Um, as a listener and both as a contributor to the whole thing. So so it is it can be very powerful. And what surprises me constantly is how people find us on that. Uh, I'm constantly I, I just it, it is it is always shocking to me when Mandy gets a chain going. Uh, 
especially with people I respect, like especially when she's got like Michael Price, the the one of the writers for Simpsons. Oh yeah, when Whoa. he when he sent us like, a personal message. I was just <laughs> like, what is happening? Oh, that was so cool. Yeah, yeah. No. And then just the other night we had we did a podcast, what listens, and included full of Sith and Women at Warp, and Women at Warp. All of a sudden we were having conversation with them <laughs> on Twitter, and it was just the coolest thing ever. Yeah, so it can have an impact. Like one of my favorite things was um, Lindsay, Lindsay Ann Brandt. She's on Lucifer right now, and she was Navia in the Stars Spartacus show. Um, she retweeted my review of the premiere episode of Lucifer with a kissy smiley face. It was the first like kind of real celebrity interaction I had had on on Twitter. And I jokingly turned to my wife and I said, we're done here. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, take your Tragnor and go. <laughs> um, I, I think that's one of the things that is, is the most surprising to me is how, how people respond to, to Twitter and, and how it, it's just you send something out there and people are very open to engaging you on that forum because it's short, it's quick. And you never know who's going to respond, and and it's fascinating to me because like like we've all said we've we've sent out stuff out there and gotten responses back from people we didn't expect, and it's a little bit like that with with listeners too. Um, I have to start remembering what I've said and be very careful about who I'm talking about because there's <laughs> been a couple of times where I've said something very innocent on the podcast and people have contacted me about it like. Um, I was a guest on the Girls Gone Wild podcast. Hi, Raven. And um, she, you know, I had said I didn't think I was a very good guest when I was there because I fell into listener mode and I was listening instead of participating. And I had just made it as an offhand comment to somebody who, uh, she was actually a listener of theirs that came on my podcast and that's how I got that listener. And the next day I get a tweet from Raven going, you were a wonderful podcast. I have a guest. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) And there was another time where, um, when we were going to see force awakens and we were going to go with friends and, I kept having these guests go, are you going to go see it on opening night? Are you going to go see it on opening night? And I got a little salty. I'm like, no, because my friends can't see it until Sunday. (laughs) And we went out to dinner with them. And he's like, you know, over cocktails, my friend Jeff is like, you know, (laughs) you really want to go see it on Friday. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't realize you were still listening. (laughs) So hi, Jeff. I, a couple times I've done that where I'll say something and then at the end I'll go, okay, Katie, you got to edit that. <laughs> <laughs> I think we've all Katie had may that. or may not. <laughs> or, or Mandy's like, please don't listen. She just cut that right there. Um, as a, we should probably start wrapping it up, but um, what are some things that you would, advice you would give to people who are thinking of, of um, starting their own podcast? Either um, pro tips or, or just, you know, Things to think about as you're getting started. Do it. Just do it. That's exactly what I was going to say. There's no reason not to do it. It's not, I mean, honestly, it's not that expensive. (laughs) It's not, it's time consuming, but if you enjoy it, it's it's so worth it. I wouldn't give back any of the time I spent doing this. Mm -hmm. Not that I, you know, like I said, I don't research or anything. Just a sparkling voice, but still, (laughs) I wouldn't give up any of it. It's too much a part of my life now. It has been a long two-year journey, but it's been the past three months 
has been so worth it. So, so well worth it. Um, and this is the same advice that uh, Kelly from Mating Habits said to me on Friday. She was just like, the advice was be brave. Just, just you know, very similar, do it. And the, the piece of advice that I can give is don't wait for it to be your idea of perfect because then you'll never do it. It'll never get out there. Right. That, that is why it's taken two years is because I was like, it's not good enough. It's not good enough. It's not good enough. And if you're always waiting for something to be good enough, it's never going to be good enough. Suck up your fears, hit the publish button, and put it out into the ether. That's when I um, <clears throat> when I published my first book, that was it, because I'd been working on it for years, four years at that point. And my uncle called me, it was like 4 a.m. in the morning, and he's like, what are you waiting for? Like, seriously, what are you waiting for? And at that time, I'd already written the second book in that series, and I said, I don't know. And he said, just do it, please, just do it. And so, you know, you wake up the next morning going, did my uncle call? I can't. <laughs> I'm not sure. Uh, but it's with this same thing, we talked about doing it. It's one of those formats, to Kelly's point, that you can get into without having the official studios. Like, you read the books and they say, oh, you have to have this, and you have to, that's BS. No, you don't have to. You right. don't. Get a great, get a good sounding microphone, grab what you have, capability to have, and you're either use something on your Mac or your PC, they're easy to get, and go for it, especially if something is I great. would even say this, if you have an iPhone or any data phone or like an Android, and you have a voice recorder app, that's your microphone right there. Yeah. You don't even have to make a, you don't have to buy a, a you know, a Blue Yeti or any microphone at all you don't need if if you have a computer you could download audacity for free or if it's a mac garage uh, what is it garbage garbage <laughs> not garbage garage, it's garage, garage band <laughs> and and that's part of of a mac i mean you're it's a lot easier than people think it is and i think if if more people knew that it was that easy more people would get into it but they see a steeper learning curve or that Maybe they're a perfectionist, like you, Kenny, you said, in a sense, that they want it perfect. Just don't, you know, let do it and put it out there. Yeah, because yeah, what's going to happen is you're going to listen to your first episode and you're going to go, oh, okay, I can tweak this and change that. And then you listen to your second episode and I can change and tweak that. And then you're like, you know what, I want to buy myself a better mic. And then you buy yourself a better mic and it, it evolves. Every person that I have listened to as far as podcasting goes will say, once you get it out there, get your first 10 episodes out there, and then just tell people not to listen to your first 10 episodes. <laughs> because, because they're going to be rough, and they're going to be raw, and they're going to be awkward, and that's okay. Or go ahead and listen, but just know, exactly. I, I was better. learning. It gets better. Yeah. yeah. You were going to say something. And I was going to say, also, if you enjoy talking about it, there are people out there who are going to enjoy listening to it. You will find listeners. Yeah, I was going to say, find, find your community, and then embrace it. Absolutely. That's what I personally got from Chris Hardwick. Right? Yeah. You know, Chris Hardwick is, and that's honestly, that's kind of why I wanted to be a podcaster because his idea was kind of own your nerdity or mm -hmm. in, as on this show, own your geekitude and, and be proud of it and, and don't be embarrassed by it. And, and it's like, yeah, I want to, I want to do that. And I want to talk about the things that I think are cool and, and I want to find other people that, that like the stuff that I like and, and talk to them about it. And, you know, 
that's why podcasting is great and creates that that kind of community and it's how we met you two guys and <laughs> and, and the last thing I would say is don't underestimate yourself because I'm surprised at the guests that I've gotten just just randomly um, when I had um, the writer from black on my podcast I had to go through his publicist. <laughs> I and was so impressed. I was, was I was so like so nervous, but he's just a geek, just like all of us. And in the same thing with um you know, my my favorite podcasting story coming out of this is David Gallagher. Um when I did I posted a, a message on my blog about the classic Marvel superheroes RPG. It was a, a role-playing game that was released in the 80s, and and I, I just that's how I know most about my Marvel is is because I played that game and I, I read all the supplements and everything, and I posted an article. Hey, this is my favorite game, and I love it, and this is why you should love it too. And he responded on Facebook, and he said. I run a monthly game and this is so cool that other people like it. And I'm like, yeah. So we started talking back and forth and I'm like, you should be on my podcast. And he's like, I'd love to be in your podcast. And then I realized he's a published comic book art uh, writer (laughs) and has worked for Marvel and has worked for DC. And I'm like, holy crap. (laughs) I just wanted to talk to him about this game that I like playing. And then he, um, and then I started, you know, talking to him and I'm like, you know, and, and when we start, recording you can promote your stuff and you can you know and he's like okay but we get to, we get to talk about the game right because <laughs> I, I really want to talk about the game and i'm like yes and so you're gonna like go for those guests go for the people that you don't think you can get um i've had people invite me on their podcasts where i've been fans of theirs forever and i'm like oh my god oh my god oh my god <laughs> i and, would just die just soon yeah I, katie would just pass out <laughs> and and it's you know it's that idea that podcasters want to podcast and people want to talk about the stuff they love and so if you can engage people on that level if you can engage people on the mutual thing that you enjoy you're going to have a great conversation absolutely here here yeah, yeah. all right <laughs> um any shout outs for this week anything that anybody would like to throw out there as a Say hello to friends and family. I want to shout out to my mom. Hi, mom. Who's <laughs> always listening, and I am, and she's listened to your podcast, Joe, and I'm sure she'll probably listen to Kenny's too. <laughs> that kind of person, super supportive. So, hi, mom. Hi, Diane. <laughs> my second mom. <laughs> I need to shout out to everybody. I created the Dumbos and Dragons podcast launch Facebook event yesterday, and it's gotten. A lot of shares, and I want to say thank you to everybody who shared it. I'm not going to mention names because I know I'm going to forget somebody and I'm going to feel horrible, but everybody know that you're in my heart and I love you all. No tissues right now. Like the Oscar music was playing and now you're being kicked off the stage. I just want to send a shout out to um, all the people that have made these first 23 episodes of Geekitude possible and uh, to this great new community that we're, we're starting to build. And, um, and, and thank you guys to the listeners because we wouldn't be here without our listeners. And I think, you know, send us, send us emails, send yeah. us tweets, interact with us because that's, you know, as you heard from our stories, that it, it excites us because 
whether you think we're big deals or not, we still think we're little <laughs> deals. So, you know, you know. Anytime you said you, we are not, we are not so big that we we won't uh, answer because we're, we're like, oh my god, people are listening. Always <laughs> grateful that you do. And yeah. I, I hope we never lose that yeah. feeling. Yeah, that feeling yeah. that people yeah. are listening and that we're surprised, and because and, that's a good feeling. Well, there's enough of us here is that if anybody starts feeling that, we just smack them. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything going on for you guys next week? Well, Kenny, let's start with you. You have a big event this uh, week. Well, actually, we have a, we have actually a huge we have huge week planned. Um, starting tomorrow and continuing through Wednesday, Daredevil season two recaps written by uh, contributing writers Taylor uh, Ullery. Rachel Bolin, and then Wednesday will be myself. Thursday we have an issue of Game Plan by Joe coming out. Wednesdays the podcast is coming out. So it's a big week for uh, the Dumbbells and Dragons crew, and we're just super excited about it. Joe said earlier that we are podcasters. I am refusing to lump myself in the po- as a podcaster until I've actually released <laughs> the podcast. So... As of Wednesday, I will be a podcaster, and it's I'm so looking forward to it. It's, it's so gonna, are we. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's going to be awesome. It's going to be amazing. There's been so many people that have shown love, support, encouragement, and it's you can I cannot thank those people enough. Nice. So for us, uh, Friday, our Dragons episode, our 50th episode will be posted and it's with Kenny and Joe uh, so it's a very very special episode so that's coming up on Friday um, we're going to talk all about dragons, dragons. <laughs> and Wednesday uh, well we've missed a uh, uh, an upload for Wekhuvians because I have uh, family issues but uh, <laughs> what I'm planning is to post two episodes this coming Wednesday so I'm looking forward to doing that and then Kelly and I will have an announcement soon. Yes. Okay. We're not announcing it yet, but we're so excited about what we're going to be doing. We're like this. It is awesome. (laughs) We're like, we want to tell you. Uh, But but we'll we'll make sure we let you guys know, but we're so excited. So that's coming soon. That's very cool. Um, this week, I think I might sleep. I think that's what this week is going to be. Um, I've been at a yeah, I've been at a theater festival all weekend with my high school kids, and it was a lot of fun. And it's so amazing to see all. I'm a theater geek. Uh, I think first and foremost. And um, and so it was a great weekend, but oh my god, I'm so tired. <laughs> so this week is going to be catching up on my podcasts and. Um, Listening to Dumbbells and Dragons Yay. and WEC, and and I will hopefully be able to start catching up on my Doctor Who episodes, so I can start catching up on my Whovian, <laughs> my Whovian episodes. Yeah, yeah, everybody, everybody, email Amazon and so that they could put it on Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely, because yeah, they're stumbling on that. Very cool. Well, all the music in this episode is by Ben Sound and is being used under a Creative Commons license. You can find more music by Ben Sound at bensound.com. You can currently find us at geektitude.com as well as iTunes and Stitcher and apparently Podkicker and Overcast, uh, Overcast <laughs> and Pocketcast. And I, that's one thing that we should say about um, when you podcast and you upload to iTunes, apparently it goes to everything, yeah. even things mm-hmm. you don't realize it goes to. Mm-hmm. Um, but definitely iTunes and Stitcher. Please leave us a review. Spread the word. Uh, if you'd like to contact me, you can send me an email at joehogan at geektitude.com. 
You can also follow the show on Twitter at Geektitude or me personally at Epic Grays. Where can we find all of you guys? I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> what else say? Our email is at is uh, weckpodcast at gmail.com. Our Twitter is at weckpodcast. Um, we're on Instagram. We're on Tumblr. We have a Facebook page. Um, and those are the main, those are the main sites that we, we do. We're mostly on our web page, which you could find by just typing on your favorite search engine, uh, WEC podcast. That's W-E-K-K. It'll try and ask you, do you mean, do you mean weak podcast? <laughs> no. You tell it no, because the more times you guys search and say no, then we'll come up in the top search and they won't ask you that anymore. My, my search engines are now attuned to WEC. You all can find me and the rest of the DB&D crew at dumbbellsanddragons.com. We are on Facebook and Instagram as Dumbbells and Dragons. We are on Twitter, Tumblr, and Snapchat at Dumbbells Dragon. And then you can always email me, Ken, at DumbbellsandDragons.com. And that's it. So thank you guys for doing this. Thank I'm you for so having glad we finally got to do this. This is awesome. And for all of those listening, remember this week, keep it geek.